Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, your podcast platform proudly brings to you, Mid-Peasants, the best podcast in the world, with your hosts, The Fluff Brendan and The Star Catherine, The Mid-Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at The Mid-Podcast and on YouTube at The Mid-Podcast 6436. Make sure you add those numbers. And if you want to support the show, you can do so by becoming a Patreon member. Go to patreon.com forward slash the mid podcast and select a tier that fits you where you have access to our random shit episodes. You can also cash app the show, dollar sign the mid podcast, or you can go to the midpodcast.com and get you some mid podcast merchandise. We've added some new items like our Nana story. And what the hell, mom, items. So go check that out. Every little amount helps us continue the show and allows us to go to cool events like WrestleCade. Now, it's time to entertain our mid-peasants with some... Welcome to a... I wouldn't say special edition... Would you say special edition, Brendan? For Patreon, it's a special edition. For the rest of them, no. Okay. All right. For our Patreon members, y'all getting a nice surprise today. For the rest of you peasants, you'll just get the same old, same old. You get the audio. Speaking of, yeah. Speaking of, we are going to discuss the hottest new movie out. In the Marvel Spider Verse? The latest Marvel Cinematic Universe movie that just dropped yesterday Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So, if you haven't seen it, don't listen because there will be spoilers. That's your warning. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. Very. There will be spoilers. But, anywho, uh, let's give our overall thoughts of the movie first. Okay. And you can go first. I thought it was a decent movie. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. And not just because you... I thought it was a really good movie. And it's the best movie since No Way Home. I've seen a lot of people say that on the Twitter first. On the Twitter. And should I start using my British accent and practice for August? No. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, FYI, RevPro is doing a thing the night before. Well, we're not talking about wrestling. I know. I just thought I'd let you know before I forget. Because you know old people forget. I look like a Sith. You do look like a Sith. Um, yeah, it was decent. I enjoyed myself. Um, Out of the three Guardians of the Galaxy movies, do you think this one's the best one? I think it's the... All of them are fucking good. We'll come back to that. Out of the three. We'll come back to that. I have to think on that one. Don't that mean you have to have a brain first? I do have a brain. Not in your pants. No, I got a brain up here. But, damn, that's tough. Because all three of them are good. I would have to say probably two is my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Story-wise. Story-wise, I think two would be my least favorite. Because the first one, you didn't really know what it was about. So the first ones are usually always the best. Mm, not always. I said usually. Yeah. Ranking soundtrack. 
How would you rank the soundtracks of Guardians? One, two, or three? All of them are fucking great! Well, you'd have to rank them one, two, three. I think I, I, think, would... the first, I think the first Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack is the best because it had, like, the most old music in it. I think three is the best because it had Creep in it by Radiohead. I love cool. that song. Did we not used to play that on, uh... We played it a lot on Guitar Hero. Yeah. Or was, was it Rock Hero? It was on one of the two. It was on Rock Band or Guitar Hero. Yeah. Okay. Your thoughts? Oh, the movie was great. Best movie since No Way Home. Wouldn't say the best movie since Endgame. Because No Way Home exists. And Far From Home exists. And Wakanda Forever exists. It's the best movie since Wakanda Forever. <laughs> Um, isn't the isn't it the only movie since Wakanda Forever? Yep. Yep. Okay. But yeah. What else? You want to dive into the movie? Anything else yeah. you want to talk overall before we get into the movie? Movie? No. No, nothing really. Um, uh, before we get into the movie movie, what was your prediction on who was going to die? Uh, Rocket. I was going with Dax since uh, Dave Batista said he was no longer going to play Dax. I figured they would kill him off. I was going with one of the two. Jack Sawyer. Um... Rocket. But turns out you'll have to listen to see what happened. Exactly. But why don't did you did you notice that Huh? But what'd you say? I said, did you notice when they were doing the um Marvel Studio logo that it was all scenes from Guardians movies? Uh-huh, Normally it's like that. all MCU stuff. I wonder if that's going to be a new thing going forward. Yeah, I did notice that. But, why don't you start us off and explain what happened in the movie? Well, we start off, if I remember correctly, because you know it's hard, you can't take notes in the theater. Um... It looks like the Guardians are on the planet or, yeah, planet nowhere. Yeah. And Hello? Hello? You froze. Oh, there you are. I don't know what happened. Technical difficulties. Yeah, no, it just disconnected me for no reason. I didn't press nothing or anything. So, who knows? The cats didn't do it. No. The cat? Well, one cat's in the box. The other one's probably at the back door. Maybe. So, where were we? They were at nowhere, and Adam Warlock shows up, starts cracking shit. Yes. Yes. What are your thoughts on Warlock? I thought he was a I have bitch. Some I thought he was I a have bitch. Some I thought Adam Warlock was a bitch in this movie. That's Everybody my thoughts on him. That's my thoughts on it. I thought it was a bitch. Why? I need specific details. Why? Why? Uh, because he almost killed Rocket. That's why. You don't kill everybody's favorite raccoon.
but was okay so was he not made to be like some super i don't know villains the right word but like some big time player in this and i was thoroughly disappointed because like you said he ended up being nothing but a little bitch Yeah. He was a bitch. So, we have Adam Warlock shows up looking for Rocket. Almost kills Rocket. Um. Oh, we didn't talk about the scene of where um, when all this was happening, Rocket goes into the bar where Quill is and Quill falls out. And yeah. Nebula takes him home. Yeah. Which... You see Nebula carrying Quill before Adam shows up and starts blowing shit to pieces. So, actually, that scene was a fake body that they made of Chris Pratt. I saw James Gunn talk about it today. So I figured it was like a dummy or something they dressed up as Chris Pratt. It was a 35-pound dummy they used uh, at Chris Pratt. I thought it was actually Chris Pratt. I, got- I did, too. At first, I was like, they done killed all Star-Lord? Yeah. The movie hasn't even started? No, he wasn't killed. He was just passed out drunk. I know, but at first, I was like, did they kill him? But, yeah. That's a dummy. And then James Gunn had it set up in his office and people would come in and be like, what the fuck? Because James Gunn said people would come in, see it, and scream. And Chris Pratt was with him, and he thought he said they would come in the doll. (laughs) Damn. That sounds like something you would do, come in the doll. No. I'm not that desperate. We come in a doll. We find name with Jamie Hayter. No, I'm not that desperate to come in a doll. You didn't get that. That went right over your head. No, I didn't. Anyways, moving on. Uh, I'll explain it later. Moving on. So, Rocket gets injured. They get some kind of medical pack and get ready to put it on Rocket, but... Nebula tells them if they do, they're going to kill him because he has some kind of access key in him that will self-destruct, which I never really understood. Yeah. Something about him being mechanic or something. Mechanical. Parts of him having mechanical things attached to him. So the the gist of the story is now they're on a quest to find um this pass key to to bypass it so they can save Rocket. Uh-huh. And we get to see the high evolutionary, which I'm not gonna say the dude's last name because uh it's weird and I don't wanna fuck it up. But he's the dude that played the agent in Peacemaker. And he was good in Peacemaker. I thought he was really fucking great in this, too. I did, too. In the whole movie, I kept going, I know him from somewhere. I know him from somewhere. He's played in something. And I couldn't point it out until we were at dinner. And I asked you, and you said Peacemaker. And the light went off. I was like, yep, that's where he was from. I think everybody in the movie did great with their parts. Yeah, we'll talk about that at the end. But anyway, they go to where the uh, technology is supposed to be. It's some corporation. And they start fucking shit up there. And they start fucking shit up there. 
And, and of course, nothing goes as planned. But they hire Gamora and the Ravengers to help. And we did get a Sylvester Stallone cameo, so I was happy with that. As one of my favorite Flash villains like to say, you make the plan, execute the plan, expect the plan to go off the rails, throw away the plan. Thank you, Leonard Snart, for that one. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. But... So they so, get into the into the corporation and they they put their space uniforms into what they consider like the storage unit and they come to find out it was like a dispenser a or something. Dump. A waste dump and then all their spacesuits are flying in space. Yeah. And oh, uh, Oh, the things, the suits that people were wearing, they look like something from Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, Nathan, um, oh, God, what was his name? Nathan Philman? Yeah. I remember when he used to play Joey on One Life to Live. That's a soap opera. Never watched it. Uh, it's no longer on. But yeah, I remember him from that. But yeah, those though I thought the same thing when I seen the the guard suits for the corporation, and I can't think of the name of the corporation. Um, I thought the same thing. I'm like, this is some Doctor Who stuff. But um, also in this scene, or they were still in the little room with the trash dispenser, and they show up, and Drax is acting like tracks and the dude says oh you have a dude who's a bit stupid as well i have one of those that i yeah, like he's the boss's son a <laughs> uh, boss's nephew yeah nephew i thought that scene was funny and then who was it that said it Somebody thought Star-Lord and Nebula were together. And then they're getting the thing for Rocket that has the bypass kit. And uh, Star-Lord's looking at Nebula and it's like, hey, you have nice black eyes. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, he said, I never noticed how, how black oh. they were. And Nebula was like, Man, fuck you! I got my original eyes taken out because I couldn't beat this bitch Gamora in the fight. Thanos was a dickhead to his daughters. Yeah. Hey, at least at least he picked decent eyes, I suppose. <laughs> All I'm saying is he had good, he picked a good color. That that. The comedy in this movie was also good. Yeah, and it was at the right spots, too, so. Yeah. That was always a plus. And I liked how Gamora just wanted to kill everybody. Let's just shoot everybody. Badass Gamora is cool Gamora, but Gamora was already a badass. She's just even more of a badass now. Mm Mm-hmm. This was, I think the Gamora we had in this Guardians was the Gamora before she ended up in prison. This was the Gamora we had at the end of Endgame. Mm-hmm. This is in-game Gamora. Because our Gamora is, well, off a magical cliff. As they said. <laughs> Same with Natasha Romanoff. She also went off the magical cliff. Mm-hmm. So they locate the the past code or information on Rocket and before he became Rocket he was P one eight three something. We'll just call him P one. But he didn't have a name. 
I also like how they just didn't tell us what happened. They showed what happened as well. With the yeah, I kind of like it as as you as they would show um, Rocket laying on the uh, table in the bay. You would see like he was kind of dreaming. Yeah. About what happened to him, and so we finally figured out or got the backstory on why he would never talk about it. Which I and damn. Yeah, the high evolution there is a piece of shit. I mean, I can't blame him. But yeah, that rocket got tortured. Or damn near it. But he was a smart little bitch. He was smart. Because he figured out... Oh, Baby the... Rocket was so cute, though. Baby Rocket was so cute, though, sitting there with the high evolutionary and talking about the sky and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when the evolutionary told him he wasn't going to the new sky, I was like, this fucking sucks, you asshole. Yeah, this is... One, the High Evolutionary is a piece of shit, but that also what makes him such a good villain. He was a good villain in this. And at least we got to see why his face was like it was. Yeah. Because Rocket tore that shit up when he killed his friends. I was getting Voldemort vibes. (laughs) <laughs> and um I mean do you blame Rocket? You killed his friends. You're you were an asshole. Yeah, it was probably gonna get together with the um what was she? What was Layla? A ferret? I think so. Yeah, it was gonna get together with the ferret. Basically you so caught we Rocket. We were gonna have we were gonna have Rough Eric's. He cock-blocked Rocket and Rocket was pissed. He cock-blocked. Well, most men get pissed when they get cock-blocked. <laughs> I didn't know the high evolutionary created the Sovereign, though. Yeah, I did not know that either, so that was cool to find so out. That was interesting, yeah. As he's trying to make the perfect civilization which just will never happen because there's no such thing until you get to heaven they say I guess if you're a religious type of person well we'll get into that in a few minutes I would assume or whatever but so there was this dude who works for the high evolutionary who stole the bypass key Oh, yeah, so when they get the, the little cube back to the ship, they notice that some files have been deleted, and then they put two and two together, that the little guy, and he's played in something before, too, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. But um, that he had erased the file from there. Or he didn't erase it, he just put it in his... In his head. computer brain. Yeah. So then they have Um, to go find that dude. And they're kind of running out of time. Because it was 48 hours they had? Uh Uh-huh. And so... They get to the planet that the High Evolutionary is on. Which is called... Counter-Earth. Counter-Earth. And they enter Counter-Earth, New York, and the Statue of Liberty is the high evolutionary. And there's no people. Animals. So, they land this little mm, lamb girl. I would guess she would be a lamb. I don't know. She throws a ball at Drax. Drax throws a ball back at her and knocks her out. 
And then they began throwing stuff at him, and somebody hit. Was it Drax? Yeah. With a baseball bat? Oh, I forgot to say, when they were stealing the thing, and when Drax got shot in the front and the back, I was like, oh, that's it. He's done. Oh, yeah. He's done. Yeah, I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead, too. And it's funny how they always pair him and Mantis together. Yeah. I was like, like there, there's some, there's some, there's some pent up sex tension between the two of them. Like, they, they like each other, but they don't want nobody to know they like each other. Especially at the end, but we'll get mm-hmm. more into that. And um, but no, I thought that was the end for Drax right there. I was like, fuck, but it wasn't. So now I'm confused. Are you going to kill him this movie or not? Well, I guess they'll keep you hanging on. Which is a song. If you do not know, now you know. But anyway, so then they get to the planet and these I'm uh this couple lets them in and Star Lord or Peter is telling them, yo. My friend is dying. We need to find this guy. And he draws a guy. And kind of looks like the penguin from uh, Batman. With this drawing. It was funny how they were all. Well that's a very good drawing. And, and Dax is like. Well can I have that to hang up on my wall? And Dax when he sat on them people's couch. All he wanted to do was lay down. Hey, He's like well that's what they're for. For sitting. Laying down. They have multiple uses. They do have multiple uses. I sleep on the couch. Which, that couch is comfortable as fuck. But, anyways. So they get there. And Peter... And it was a trap. It was a trap. But also... What did Peter say about the trap? It's not a trap if you know it's a trap. It's a face-off. It's a face-off. They use the people's car. And Which Peter can't drive. Nebula can't open the door. And so the way and James Gunn said there would be an F bomb in the movie. It was Peter saying, Open the fucking door. Would that have been the place you'd put the F bomb? Me personally, no. I would have used it near the end. Where they were beating up the high evolutionary, and then they exploded the ship. I was like, "Fuck you!" Or take. I would have probably said "fuck you" as I'm jumping off the ledge when Peter and uh. Yeah, when Peter and Groot go through the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have probably said it there, or I would have said it when Rocket got hurt. At the beginning? Yeah. I probably would have said it there. But not just open the fucking door. But that's like the only... And that's not even a real issue. That's just a nitpicking issue, I would guess. Mm-hmm. But that's not me going out saying, Oh, this movie's stupid because it used fucking in a weird spot. But I would have used it, like you said, when they were jumping out the window. And Peter says something like, I'm trying to save my best fucking friend or something along that line. Mm-hmm. But not open the fucking door. But moving on, so they get there and they have this fucking ward pig type thing that looked weird and probably gave me nightmares. I don't know. That's probably why you ended up with that weird fucking dream. That dream was so fucking weird, man. But, um, they get there, and so it was a trap, because once Peter and Groot were inside, the pig left to try and go get Rocket, and he does. Oh, shit. And, of course, Drax and Mantis 
Drax steals a motorbike or something. Well, first he, he just, like clotheslined the dude. That was a good clothesline. What'd you, what, what would you give Drax on that clothesline? It's fucking Batista. He should know how to throw a clothesline. Ten out of ten clothesline, though. But um, yeah. So they steal the bike, and they go to the. But it was funny because Drax was like, "We'll we'll just ride it back to the ship," and the ship was like, right there. Yeah. And so now the pig is at the ship trying to get Rocket, and Adam Warlock shows up. After Gamora's just... trying to fight the pig, now she's going to uh, have to fight Adam Warlock because this was all Gamora's fault because she sent the coordinates to what she thought were the Ravagers uh-huh. to come and get her off the ship, but they had caught one of the Ravagers. Killed him. Um, the, the Sovereign. The high priestess um, caught one, and she told Adam Warlock to what? What did she say? Basically, they make were him, trying to make him uh, talk. And torture his guy. He just yeah, he disintegrated him. So, but the dude had a cute I want little disintegration pet. power. The cute I want the disintegration dude had a power. Cute little pet. That little yeah, the pet. That little thing that was with him was cute. Yeah, the pet became attached to Warlock. Also, Cosmo the dog, amazing. Ten out of ten. Love Cosmo. Good dog. Very good dog. Oh, who was Yondo's right hand man? It was played by James Gunn's brother, Sean Gunn. Uh. Shit, uh, starts with a K. I forgot his name, but anyway, he told the dog that he, that she was a bad dog, or he was a bad dog, and the dog wouldn't let it go. I am not a bad dog. Take it back. <laughs> and it showed him playing cards, and then the dog was still complaining, and everybody was like, just tell the dog that the dog is a good dog. Which... I wouldn't tell the dog that's telekinesis that she's a bad dog. Because she might lift your ass to space. Maybe. She did flatten somebody between, like, two slabs of building. Oh, so... That's in later. In the final battle, the High Evolutionary released all these thingy-mabobbers. Basically animals that were evil and had robots. And shit connected to him under nowhere. Because the plan was to get nowhere attached to the thing. And they would get all of the children off. Which they ran into as Dax and Mantis went to save Groot and Quill. But they jumped out the window. So there was no point of saving them. And Nebula. I forgot Nebula was with them too. And so they she was at the children. And, and then the only thing the children say is what? Goop goop. Joop joop something. Jip jip. And then Dax figures that. out he 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 can understand them. And Nebula gets pissed. He's like, Why didn't you tell me you could understand them? And he goes, You didn't ask. That's a point. She didn't ask. The banter between them was hilarious. Yeah. Um so, we're, uh, they end up saving Rocket because they get the bypass code from the dude. They basically kill him. They basically drowned him. Basically. And so, they get the bypass key. And Rocket completely dies, and you see him with the, um, with Layla and the other two animals that he was with. The one was a seal named Teefs, and the other one was called Floor, who was a rabbit who looked like a spider. But, so, that happened, and Rocket was like, I want to go with you guys. It was like, 
mm, it's not your time yet. Go back. Go save your family. And so they did. So a rocket is still alive. Woohoo! Also, spoiler alert, nobody fucking dies. Which is a yeah, good nobody... thing. Well, I'm not well, mad. Yes. yes, technically somebody did die. The 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 dude with the computer brain died. I'm talking about important people here. Like the, the guard, high evolutionary the... died, but did he really die because we didn't see a body? There's that. But people in the the group of the Guardians of the Galaxy didn't die. I know what you were saying. I was being funny. And so But I like it when Rocket came too. <laughs> He's like, I'm done running. Let's kick some ass. Oh, that fight scene was fucking amazing. The camera work for the fight scene, that was badass. How they would show one thing, turn the camera around, and then you see the next thing happening. It just did that throughout that whole hallway, and that was really fucking great camera work. I love James. Mm-hmm. James Gunn's my favorite director. So, uh, no, there's no bias in this. I will say Gamora can use some um, knives really well. She'd be a good I... chef. She was chopping up bitches left and right. That she was. But, um, yeah, that whole fight scene in the hallway was really cool. I enjoyed it. The fight scenes in this movie were good. And so they defeat all Oh, of we didn't talk about we didn't talk about how the high evolutionary um Yeah, he blew up the planet. Well, he blew up the planet, but the his second or third in command um turned on him. Turned on him because of his obsession with Rocket. And one of the hardest lines in the movie was from the high evolutionary saying there is no God. That's why I stepped in. Yeah. Like that's a badass line to say. But um I'm gonna start using that as my tagline. Also, there was a squidward looking fella selling meth. Sold meth to people. Didn't know, I guess Squidward got fired from the Krusty Krab. So now he has to do this. Those, um, you remember those three beasts that were chasing, um, Drax and Mantis? Yeah, it was the thing they killed in, uh, at the beginning of Guardians 2. I know, but they also kind of looked like the things from, um, Star Wars. Um, shoot, shoot, shoot. Which one? The Force Awakens, when Han Solo boards the Millennium Falcon, and he says he has something on the ship. Oh, yeah. And then Ray asks him, what do they look like? And Finn goes, like that? They kind of reminded me of those. Yeah. Um. It was funny how Mantis got him to calm down and listen to her now. That was really cool because she was like, they're not trying to eat us because they eat batteries they're just scared and so Mantis used her power and was like yo we're cool people we'll hurt you if you have to but our goal is to not hurt you and then um Peter Rocket and Gamora were like yeah we're gonna go save our Peter and Rocket were like yeah we're gonna go save Nebula, Drax, and Mantis now. And so, they do, and then they get on the ship, and this is before the fight scene with the hallway. I know, we're jumping around a lot. Fucking deal with it. Um. Well, it's hard when you don't have notes, and you have to go by memory, so things pop in your mind. Yeah. I want to talk about this, and I want to talk about that. And when we get done, I'll be like, well, damn, I should have said this, 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 and this. But, um, that happened, and so Mantis shows up, Nebula and Drax, they all show up on the, got what they're called, but, um, she was like, was that badass, or was that cool, and they're like, yeah, that was cool. 
Oh, and the part where they they see the kids and they're trying to tell the kids to stay away from the the wall. And and Drax is like, well, my daughter liked it when I made monkey sounds and he makes a sound. And Mantis goes, is that what a monkey sounds like? And Nebula goes, I don't know. (laughs) And then all the kids started doing what Drax was doing. That was so cute. Also, when they were at the house, um, Mantis made a dead noise and was like, eh. And then she also made a dummy noise for Drax that also sounded like her dead noise. And her and Nebula got into it. And that was kind of... I wouldn't say... I would say it was a funny scene. It was funny. It was very funny. I liked it. But, um... So... Nowhere in... I forgot what they call the thing that the High Evolutionaries in... But they get it connected, and they have to take down the shield so they could get the kids across. And they do. All the kids get across, and then Rocket is, finds animals. Finds animals. Finds a lot of baby raccoons that were really fucking cute, and I wanted to hold one so bad. Oh, and then he scooted them all out, and and then they were all like all in his arms. But yeah. right when he opened the cage, he stuck his nose in there, and the other one come up to him and like put his paw on his nose. Oh, it was so cute. But um, so then the high evolutionary shows up. It's like, yeah, you're a bitch. Now I'm going to kill your friends. Well, it turns out that that doesn't happen, and they end up beating the fuck out of the high evolutionary and peeling his skin off. They don't kill him, though. They didn't kill him. And no, so, Rocket was going to, and then he decided not to, and Drax goes, well, why didn't you kill him? It would have been too easy to kill him. Yeah, I make that man I mean, suffer. He could have died with the planet blowing up, because his ship started blowing up, too, so. I don't know. But like I said, we didn't see a body, so. But. Then we get to the thing. All the animals get across. And. That. What's that? They save. All the kids. And. The animals. And also they saved some of the workers. Because everybody deserves a second chance. According to them. And then they go back. Or first. Uh, Peter is tr- doesn't get off the ship at first. And I was like. Oh fuck. Maybe Peter Quill dies here. And so what did he go sh- back for? He went back for something. Was it Rocket's key or. No he dropped his. Uh, walker. Three play? Okay. He dropped. Something. His music thing. Yeah. And so... And that held him up a little bit. So then he tried going a different way. Well, that didn't work. And now he was stuck in space. Kind of like the same way Yondu died at in Guardians 2. But Adam Warlock ends up saving... Quill. And... That was that. Then they go back to the bar. Peter says he's leaving. Mantis says he's leaving. Nebula also says she's leaving. And we finally hear no, Groot. Gamora's Nebula. leaving. All right, well, Gamora was going to rejoin the Ravengers. Nebula stays. Dex so stays. Nebula Rocket said stays. she was end up leaving. She would end up leaving. Like, she owns. She's now the leader of nowhere. But she's going to go off for a little bit. Um. So that was that. Rocket's the new leader of gardening of the Guardians of the Galaxy, and Groot mm-hmm. finally says something other than "I am Groot" and saying "I mm-hmm. love you guys." Mm-hmm. And then there's two post-credit scenes. Mm-hmm. The first one 
is the new Guardians of the Galaxy that is Groot, Rocket, Sean Gunn, one of the children they saved, and Cosmo the dog. So, I do think we'll get a Guardians 4. And then, and also, real quick, Peter went back to Earth to see to spend time with his grandfather. Yeah, they argued about that throughout the movie. And so, Peter's job currently is mowing other people's yards. And so, he's complaining to his grandfather. It's like, she has a perfectly capable son who just doesn't do nothing besides sit there and watch me mow the yard. And so, and his grandpa's like, well, I, that kid isn't. Don't get me started. You don't want to hear yeah. that. And he goes, yes, I do. And then it comes up with Star-Lord will return. And that got me yeah. happy. Yes. But can we go back to where they were on uh, Nowhere and Dak started dancing with the children? Oh, the dancing scene? That, that, uh-huh. Nebula was like, well, you you can't leave, Dax. Uh, these kids are going to need a father. The w- way they ended this group of Guardians of the Galaxy was perfect. Was good. Now, do I think we get a Guardians 4? Sure. James Gunn probably won't direct it. Because, well, now he's running stuff for DC. Which... I'm excited for DC. I don't know if we'll get another Guardians on its own. We might get the Guardians and the new Kang Dynasty series. I think we get, uh, with the new group, I think we will get a new Guardians movie or series. Because I would like to see how Rocket leads the group and how the dynamic has changed within the group since they lost Peter and well Drax is still a part of it he just wasn't there at the last the mission before but also he's probably taking care of the kids Mm -hmm. so and I'm interested to see where we know where Peter went and we know where Gamora went we don't know where Nebula and Mantis went so I would also be interested to see their like what they do by themselves. Well, it's funny because you know Mantis and Peter are like brother sister. Yeah. Which I didn't think about that until she says something about it because Ego created her in Guardians 2 and he was Peter's father, so they're like half-brother and sister. Basically. But that's Guardians 3. I enjoyed it. Say, so is so there anything you would change within the movie? Besides the one line where Peter says, open the fucking door, no. And again, that's like a nitpicking thing. I don't mind that it's there. I just wish it was somewhere else. But I I don't have like a major problem with this movie. Yeah, I don't think I have like something I would like nitpick at. Like yeah, you could have used the the F bomb somewhere else or in the movie which probably would have been better. But they probably put it in that one particular spot for comedy relief. Yeah. And also like how the whole time during the movie, they always made it seem like Mantis was the dumbass one, like she didn't know what she was doing. But she kept telling Peter that he'd never dealt with his grief and blah, blah, blah. And I think that was like the whole... The whole theme throughout the movie is dealing with your past. Yeah. Rocket had to deal with his past. Peter needed to deal with his past and losing Gamora and his mother. Mantis needing to deal with her past, figuring out who she is. Yeah. Drax 
becoming the father that he always should have been, but he couldn't because Thanos killed his daughter and his wife. So. Mm -hmm. And Nebula, which this was interesting that Nebula was the one who told Gamora, yeah, we don't kill people no more. That's not what we do. Gamora didn't listen because she's a ravenger and they do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. But... And now... Everybody's favorite thing. We do our ratings. I will let you do your ratings first as I'm trying to look something up. What are you trying to look up? No, just go ahead. Do your ratings. Do you know what the passcode is to the Disney Plus off the top of your head? Mm, no, I do not. Yeah, that means I'm going to have to change it because your sister needs it. Um. Oh, Before we get into our own personal ratings, Rotten Tomatoes. 80%. Audience that- score is 96%. Critic score is 80%. That's what I was looking up. <laughs> oh, we were looking up the same thing. <laughs> but, um, a great movie. Really fucking great. All three Guardians movies are good. And IMDb is 8.3. So, that's like 83% or something like that. But, and now, it's time for everybody's favorite personal ratings. What would you give it? I'd give it a five. No. What? You said personal rating? No, seriously. I'm being honest. I would probably give it... I'd give it a solid nine. Well, I'll go one I mean, step. I, I like I like the aesthetics of it. It it was kind of up there with Shang Chi for me, with the way some of the stuff looked it was really cool. And well, um, mine is ten out of ten. I enjoyed. Uh, of course. It. Hey, wait, no, 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 no! I forgot. Should have said this earlier, but we did have another movie in between this and Black Panther. It was just very fucking forgettable. It was Ant Man Quantumania. Mm hmm. I forgot about that. That one, like, really, really sucked. I wouldn't say it sucked. It's just forgettable. And well, now we don't know who the fuck's going to play King. Which apparently might be Christian Bale. I don't see how you can go from Jonathan Majors to Christian Bale. They would have to do something in Loki 2 to like really change it in Loki season 2 or something. Be like, that was a different version of me. And so, all of that stuff, yeah. Change. But, um, yeah, so. Now, back to what we talked about at the beginning. Rating the three Guardians movies. Mm-hmm. I like Guardians 2 the best. I enjoyed that one the most. Then I would go this one, and then I would go the first one. But they're all tied. All of them are fucking great. And what would you go for him? Um, I think I would do the first Guardians number one, Guardians three second, and Guardians two third. Oh, 
Well, that did change the password before, and then. And it's Yahoo. I think I would go that way. So yeah. I would go Guardians 1, Guardians 3, Guardians 2. As for soundtrack, I would go Guardians 1, Guardians 2, and then Guardians 3. Guardians 1 has to come and get your love, right? Mm-hmm. Well, also the third one had to come and get your love at the for the post credits. Mm-hmm. One, three, two. It did. It did. But it did. I don't have nothing else to add. Really great fucking movie. Can't wait for it to come out on Disney Plus. Because as soon as it comes out on Disney Plus, I will be watching it again. Mm-hmm. I probably will, too. And so, we'll see you lovely people later. What's our next movie to review? This coming Which out would be later. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, baby! Comes out June 2nd! Uh, kill me now! Please and then, we have the Transformers movie a week later. Transformers Rise of the Beast. I'm we'll looking forward to that. And then we have the Flash movie, which we'll also review a week after that. So the month of June, you get three fucking movie reviews. I'm actually looking forward to the Transformers and the Flash movie, believe it or not. I'm looking forward to all three. No, that's because you like spider trash, and I don't. No, but I like Spider-Man, the cartoon. But no, we are going to see that at 3 o'clock on June 1st. I think I'm going to be sick that day. I will have my sister take me to this movie. I am not missing this movie. I will watch this movie as soon as I fucking can. You do not know how much the excitement level I have for this movie what I think about that movie. My excitement level for this movie is through the it's higher than your penis roof. when it's rock hard. Like, I was excited when we went to see oh, what was it? Like, Far from I home? W- no, I was excited when we went to go see No Way Home. Like, No Way Home, I was through the roof about that movie. I couldn't wait. We went to go get tickets for Dynamite in Greensboro the same day. I was like, Mom, are we going to be back in time to see this movie? And we're like, yes, of course we are. And I was through the roof for it so much. I went to go see it on Thursday. I went to go see it on Friday. And then I went to go see it on the Monday. And then I went to go see it, like, two more times with Keith. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I was very excited about No Way Home. In this movie, I'm even more excited about than for No Way Home. I think I'm going to ask Steve if your sister wants to go see The Little Mermaid. We can go see Grease, the 45th anniversary. No, you should also ask her if she wants to go see Across the Spider-Verse. Because I know she also loves Into the Spider-Verse. But anywho, people, Mm -hmm. we'll see you next time. Which, we don't have Ring of Honor today because uh, somebody didn't take notes. Well, we'll get it. We didn't do Ring of Honor until like freaking Monday last week, dipshit, because of you. When I did take notes on time, so kiss my ass. Oh, hooey dooey. I'm hungry. I think it's time to make tacos. Also, happy Cinco de Mayo. Tacos. Why don't you get in there and make tacos? You You're can make the tacos the while I make the margaritas. You're closer to the kitchen. Fuck you. <laughs> but anyways, happy Cinco de Mayo, people. Happy Cinco, Cinco de Mayo. Galaxy 3. Great movie. Go see it. Go Excellent see it. Movie. We might end up going to see it again, maybe. We never know what we might do. We do shit on impulse. That we do. I'm a very impulsive person when it comes to 
doing things. I don't really plan stuff out that well. But well, some things I do. Goodbye. Bye, people.